Blog Talk Radio. show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear a heart's apart. <clears throat> On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reconnect My Heart. Also, for you to want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. That's reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. You will see the video version of Reconnect My Heart. I want to thank each and every one of y'all who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much 
for your continued prayers and support, not just for today, but just throughout the years. Um, I'm very, very, very honored uh, to be here with you all, and I don't take it lightly. I appreciate each and every one of you all that I may see um, online, um, over the phone, in person, whatever. I want to thank each and every one of you all. And, uh, you know, before I go into the show, one of the things I always tell people, you know, just me being here is a great example to others to let people know that the same God that did for me, he can do it for you. I'm going to talk about being able to help you to be able to overcome any type of fear, any type of uh, worry, concern, or even just those who may be trying to ask God what their purpose is, those who may be looking for their purpose. Don't think, oh, well, you grew up knowing everything. No, I didn't. Matter of fact, truth be told, those that really, really, really know me, <laughs> I want to be a professional wrestler. Yeah. But God had other plans, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Like I said, those that know me, I was a diehard uh, wrestling fan, and my focus was to uh, graduate high school, get my wrestling license, and go on off to be with Sting. Yeah. And, you know, matter of fact, I may even I may even share the whole uh, testimony. I don't remember if I shared it on the uh, podcast. And who knows? I might just have uh, next week uh, talk about purpose. But um, like I said, for those that know me, that's what I thought, you know, what my plans were. But God saw different. And like I said, I'm so glad. Not only that he knew what was best for me, but he allowed me to be able to walk in the purpose and plan that he has for me. And to be honest with you, I am overjoyed. I am elated. And so, like I said, I just want to let people know that the same God that did it for me, he can do it for you. Allow him to. So, uh, with that being said, you know, I just have to share that with y'all just to let y'all know that I love, love, love. I love the life that God has allowed me to, to have. And like I always say, no matter what may come and go, when God gives you joy and peace, nobody can take it from you. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> there may be some that may try, but they only can go as far as you allow them to. And that's it. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. <clears throat> But uh, now, going into the show, I want you all to know that um, this is very, very, very important that I want to share with you all. Um, tonight, or yeah, tonight, tonight we'll talk about identifying and also avoiding tricks, booby traps. We're going to talk about those things and much more in the episode called The Seed of seduction the seed of seduction uh, identifying temptation and games from the very beginning you know sometimes when that old saying hindsight 2020 if i knew then what i know now then maybe i would have you know changed a couple of things maybe i wouldn't have done what I allow myself to do or get into. But it's funny 
sometimes those flags that we see, we overlook them. We often talk about those red flags. Those red flags, those red flags are not just flags, but they're red for a reason. And oftentimes those red flags, let's be honest, we ignore them. Those red flags, we just dismiss them. We just, well, you know, I'm going to pray about it, and God going to change those red flags to green flags. Hallelujah. And God is looking at us like, no, that is those red flags. Those red flags I'm showing you for you to avoid. But oftentimes, like I said, we'll ignore them. But if you really look at it, those temptations, we can easily identify something when everything is over with. Like I said, that old saying, hindsight 2020 or, you know, all shucks. But see, what you should have done, have you noticed people give you the advice after everything is over with? There are some that may try to tell you beforehand. They give you clues. They give you hints. But I tell people, hey, look here. If you're dealing with me, you need to be direct. Catch my attention, you know. Um, but when it comes down to sometimes just looking at something that might be so small, we can think there is no harm, but not realizing all the devil needs is a small, small crack, and he'll make his way, he'll weasel his way in to enlarge that gap. And unfortunately, like I said, we don't realize how far we fell off until it's too late, or until we look at when everything is gone, what happened? How did this happen? And so that's why it's so important for us to talk about things from the, from the very beginning. We talk about things when it's in its seed form. See, oftentimes, many of us, we can be able to identify it in other people, but we miss it pertaining to us. We can be able to identify a potential problem when it's in somebody else's hands. But when when it's in our hands, oh, well, you know, you might be looking at it wrong or you might not understand, and we miss it. We miss it. So that's why it's so important for us to be able to not just be able to identify in somebody else's life, but it's time for us to start identifying in our own lives. We can easily point the finger. We can easily preach to other people, but we miss it for ourselves. We can preach and we can give a sermon. We can give a word of encouragement to so many others, but we fail to minister to that person who is in our mirror. And so when you look at temptation, when we look at when things happen, why things happen, when we look at it from its beginning stage, it should help us to be more aware of, number one, the importance of who we are and the purpose and the assignment that God has for us. If we really understood your purpose, if you really understood your worth, your value, you wouldn't play around with certain things over certain people. 
First of all, the Bible tells us the devil or the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Let's think about that. The thief, Satan, comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's a process within itself that if we really understood not only our worth and our value, but the purpose or the assignment of the devil, then we wouldn't be playing games. See, we playing patty cake with the devil while he playing Russian roulette with us. And he put all the bullets in the chamber for us to take ourselves out. And so when we look at it, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. First of all, to steal. It may be to steal your identity, to steal your sight, not just your physical sight. No, no, your spiritual sight. See, if the devil can camouflage your spiritual sight, then you won't be able to recognize or to discern when something approaches you when it's sent by him instead of made by God. Think about it. So when we think about everything that the devil tries to do, the devil tries so badly to make us miss what God has for us. If we recognize, like I said, if we recognize and realize the devil's assignment, the devil's purpose, we would take our purpose, our life, and our decision-making more seriously. See, like I said, the thief comes to steal and kill and to destroy. So you think about if you're in your safe haven, if you are in, if it's in church, in your circle of friends and family, he will try to steal you from your familiar, from your roots, from your familiar area. He will steal you from that. Because what happened when the animals when animals go in packs, they're stronger. But as soon as a weak one falls behind or there's a lost one, that's when oftentimes they are attacked. But you think about it, like like I said, there's strength in number. Also, you could be able to be, how to say, there's safety in a multitude of counsel, the counsel multitude. Important for us to be able to recognize the importance of being aware of who we are and where we are. Stay rooted and grounded and the purpose and the plan that God has for us, and the people that God has linked us up with. You know, one of the things I would say, and this is more than just pertaining to dating or relationship. It's more, to, now it is included, but it's not limited to that. So when you think about when you, with your family, and you grew up in, you know, I'm not going to say every family is perfect, but you know you have people who generally love you, care for you. And then what happens? The devil already knows that God got a purpose and plan for you. And what he going to try to do? He going to try to sabotage that. So what he'll do? Oh, my. I forgot. I forgot I need to uh, plug up my um, internet. But I can talk while I'm um, going over here. But I want to share with y'all what the devil going to try to do. He going to try so badly to make you miss. He going to try to see where you end up going with some, you have good family, you have a good network, 
So, yes, what he'll do, he'll end up making you link up or send someone who has not your best interest at heart, but your worst interest at heart. He's going to try to send somebody that's going to make you look, make you stop going to church, make you stop reading your Bible, make you stop fellowshipping with healthy people. The devil going to try to do that. He's going to try to do that. And see, what happens, the, the funny thing is, not only maybe I'll just say he would try to put spiritual blinders on you to make you, well, and also put blinders on your heart. He'll make you miss the purpose. When you're supposed to be going left, he'll make you go right or vice versa. He'll make you, he'll, he will make you or allow you to or set you up for you to be able to, well, make decisions upon your emotions, not your spirit, which is led by the spirit of God. He'll make you go on your feelings instead of your faith. And so what happens? Well, you know, well, you know, we, we're just, you know, I, I just see, I just see, uh-uh, uh-uh. And like I said, I tell people all the time, us stop making excuses. And we'll, we'll even use the excuse of religion or, well, well, God, I know what God told me. God didn't tell you that. No. Yeah, even you may have good intention, but that's not your assignment. So that's why I tell people it's so important for us before we do anything, how about we consult God and wait for his response? Wait for his response. Yeah, you can pray all you want, but as soon as you get done praying, you're going to end up doing what you feel is right, maybe wrong. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof. Hmm, think about it. There are things that may appear. May, if you're looking at things from the surface, but God is trying to have us to discern, to see the root, to see within a thing or a person. And so with that, for us to be able to look at it and say, okay, now from the very beginning, God, let me discern, help me to discern to see what this problem is or what is this, what is that. And so, like I said, God is trying to help us to be able to see things in this infant stage or in this seed form. Now, one of the things that we have to see how things would appear in this seed form, it may be something that you may consider doing. And you may say, well, it ain't no harm. It ain't no harm or, well, you know, I'm, I'm strong enough I can handle. I want you to think about this. You say you're strong enough as a believer that you can handle it, you can deal with it. Well, think about this. If someone else does the same thing, the same thing, what would you think about them? What would you say? And the reason why I said that was because if you really think about it, when we entertain something that is not from God, we actually inviting or giving an opportunity for a demonic spirit, or we, let's just say, we are entertaining a demonic spirit. Yeah. 
Let's be. I'm gonna say it like this. Some people may get upset, but this is me. Number one, that's why I don't entertain horror movies. Well, it ain't nothing. It's just a movie. It just entertainment. I know the word entertain. Yeah, entertain. Entertain. Like intercourse. Entertain. But you think about it. If God did not give us the spirit of fear, excuse me, then who did? If it's not coming from God, then there's another source. It comes from Satan. So if there's anything that comes from Satan, why entertain it? If you really think about it, sometimes don't think, but sometimes you got to say it out loud for you to hear it. Because sometimes it makes more sense when you hear it. If you entertain anything from the devil, about the devil, he already trying to derail you. He already trying to get you off focus. And so what he would tell you is, ain't no harm. Wasn't somebody in the Bible in Genesis that he told them, you know, you can eat? Now, look here. It may be just in my Bible. It might be in yours. Hmm. Maybe it's just in my Bible. Who knows? But Eve entertained the serpent. Eve entertained the serpent. And she entertained what he said. But eventually, she did what he said. Don't you know when we entertain, when we entertain Satan, you got to think about it. If you entertain it, eventually you may do it. Yeah, okay, well, what if you don't do it physically? Okay, but it may get you here. The devil right here, the devil if he can get you here, yeah, you say, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Well, what if God's trying to talk to you, but the devil now got a seed in your mind to derail, to confuse you, to distort sound judgment, good judgment. See, for us to be able to identify things, potential booby traps, potential temptation. Let's be real. Let's ask ourselves if God see us doing this, will he be pleased? Hmm. See, like I said, all it takes is an idea or a thought, which is an opportunity. And for us to ponder upon it, even if it's the slightest of four seconds, if we just Consider, hmm, think about this. You married. You, that's a young lady. You're married to a guy that you love. You look up to. you just fond of. But then all of a sudden, hmm, that, that guy that you love, you're crazy about, you love him dearly. What if he tell you? You know, you've been faithful, faithful girlfriend, faithful wife. And he tells you, well, you know what? I considered sleeping with your friend. I just, I considered sleeping with that girl. You know, that girl that stay up the street, that new girl that moved in the neighborhood. I considered sleeping with her for just, it, it was just, it was just 10 seconds. 
It was just 10 seconds. Yeah, okay, he told you. Okay, but you think about it. You're going to say, wait a minute, but that's 10 seconds too long. If you really love me, you wouldn't even thought about it. If she came up to you and gave you a proposal, you wouldn't even consider. It's my love. It's the love you're supposed to have for me greater or weaker than what she's offering. Hmm. So my question is, when we ponder, is our love for God stronger or weaker than what the devil is trying to entice us with? Something to think about. I want you to, I want, I want us to really think about before we do anything. First of all, is it worth it? Now, real quick. Now, when we think about things, we got to look at from the very beginning. If it's something that we consider doing, can we think about this? Can we continue to do it for the rest of our life? If people see us doing it in the open, would it be all right? Would it be something that would, think about this, would it be something that God would be pleased with? These are some of the questions we got to ask ourselves before we do anything. I'm going to tell you like this, and this is, this is the thing that really caught my attention about this particular message today. Everybody know that Black Friday, Black Friday was um, Black Friday was last Friday, and then Cyber Monday was last Monday. So pretty much the whole week, they were having a Black Friday special at a lot of stores and uh, websites and stuff. And so this is all I'll share with y'all. So what happened with me? I knew that there was going to be a special and I wanted to get a bass amp, a bass guitar amp. And so I was like, well, you know what? I have one. I have one I'm I'm sharing with my son. But I said, you know what? I may eventually go ahead and buy me another one. That way I can let him have that one. And so long story short, as I began to start looking, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I see the sales and this, and I see what I already purchased. But I see now I can get a better one, a bigger one. And I was like, okay. Okay, and finally I saw two of them that I like. Yeah, not one. Two of them I like. And I was like, hmm, they're a little bit pricier. But I was like, huh, now I'm considering. I can't get it. As I begin to consider, that's when I begin to start thinking, Right now, it may not be a good idea for me to get it right now. Wait. Wait. Let me pay off some stuff. But wait. Don't get it right now. So I decided, okay, I'm not going to get it right now. I'm not going to get it right now. But instead of me stop shopping, stop looking, what did I do? I continued to look. I continue to look at that thing, quality time with the thing, study the thing. Should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that. Now I begin to start 
looking up some stuff that'll go good with that particular amp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I did that for several days. Several days. Even after I had made up in my mind, no, I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to get it. But as soon as I continued to look at it, you know what happened? Get this. Not only I was looking at it on one device, but I would close that device and I would get another device. And as I began to look up on my other device, you know what happened in my suggestions, my ads, that particular amp and that store that I was looking at the amp at, it was on another device that I had, and it was right there on my phone, right there on my phone. See what happens. The devil knows your whereabouts. And so let's just say if I went over to my cousin's house and you, you know, let's just say if I went over to my cousin's house and I'm up here using his computer, sign in, using his computer, and then I end up leaving his area, and then I go home and get on my computer, and you know what happened? It'll pop up. Boop. Why? Because number one, first and foremost, you know we're being tracked. But also the devil will use that to, hey, Put that out there to have it, look, have it go into your eyes for you to be right in front of your face to appeal to you. Hey, keep looking at it. Keep looking at it. Why? Because the more you're looking at it, the more you're going to give in. Say, you know what? I'm going to go and get it. I'm going to go and get it. See, what I found out, the devil going to always try to apply a little pressure. For you to go ahead and consider, go, let's go and get it. You man, you you know what? You can go and pay for it. Oh, hey man, you can use the card, man. You can go and get it, man. You can go and get it. Go and get that amp. Go and get that bass amp, man. You can go on. You can go on to town. You can be Booster Collins' baby brother. Come on, man. Go and get it, dude. And I realized number one, when I was spending time looking at that after I made my decision of not getting it, number one. It was me infringing on my prayer time, my Bible study time, or even my fellowship time. I could have been witnessing to somebody. Or even, hey, spending quality time with myself. If I already made my if I already made my decision I wasn't gonna get it, this should have been the end of it. But what happened? Hey, I kept looking. And the more I began to look, the more pressure I felt myself getting it to get ready to go on and get it. And then get this. And as I began to look, I got an email that Black Friday special said, hey, hey, don't forget, you got a 15% off coupon you can use. I'm like, ooh-wee. Man, then for me to fall into debt. <laughs> How tempting. For me to get it where I can use that money over here instead of allowing the devil to make it reroute to somewhere else. Hmm. Well, well, well. So with that, I could have nipped that pressure, the anxiety of, oh, I need to get it. I could have nipped it in the bud when once I said, well, I'm not going to get it right now. Shoot. 
Turn it off. Go somewhere else. Look at something else. See, oftentimes we are the cause of our own anxieties, our own stress, our own worries. I'm going to say this. There was someone, there was someone years ago I ended up meeting and I was speaking to that person and that person was always stressed, always worried about this, worried about that. And so I ended up running to this person at a church. And get this. I ran to me, I ran into this person and that person all they were talking about the stress they were going through, you know, especially financially. They got bills, got bills. Well, I saw that person purse. That person had a big purse, big purse. And it just so happened, the Lord had me to look at that person purse, and that person purse was open. And that person had a whole stack of bills with them. And I'm like, why she got her bills with her? It's a constant reminder. But also, and this is me, now this is me, what I do. First thing I do, if I have some money, I'm going to pay my bills right then and there. But if I ain't got no money, I'm not opening up my bills. If I already know when the due date of things, and that's one of the things I try to do, I try to keep things on my phone pertaining to when I need to pay for things. So I, I have on my calendar, on my phone, when certain when bills are due and all this stuff, so that way I can pay them in advance. But if I don't have any money, I'm not opening up the bills because I'm not going to be think. What's the point of me thinking about it where I can't do nothing about it? You know, so I tell people, hey, look here. If you can't do nothing about it, don't even worry about it. If you can't do nothing about it, why talk about it? And also, this is something else I always tell people. If there's a situation, you go straight to the source. If there's a situation, go straight to the source. You go straight to the source. That way, you can eliminate the middleman, cut down confusion, or whatever about that. Because sometimes, some people, they talk to people, they can't do they can't do nothing about it. They can't do nothing about it. Some people, they just want to hear themselves talk. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to waste their time, and I don't want nobody to waste my time. You know, why do you need to talk? For what? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> so with that, there are times that the devil going to try to do things based upon there may be some things within us. The Bible does tell us that we're lured or we're tempted by our own. You know, we, we are, sometimes we are tempted because there may be something in us that we need to just get rid of. And that opportunity of allowing what's hidden in us to come out, the devil going to set that opportunity. But God going to give you a choice. Do you want to follow through with it or not? Do you want to get help or not? One of the things I found out, when you're serious with God and you want God to deliver you from something, Okay, yes, you tell God you want help, and you know what I found that he'll do? When the opportunity comes, he'll slow the scene down so slow for you to be aware of there's something you may need to do that's different than what you used to do. Because what happens oftentimes when we become, when we 
become impulsive and start doing things, then we end up doing the wrong thing. But God will plan a way of escape if you're really sincere and really want help to stop doing or stop falling to those traps and boot traps. But I will say this. The devil know how to bless us, to help us to not do things. But also the devil know how to curse us to set up an opportunity on something that's really deep within us. For example, let's just say, mm-hmm. you seen that person. Might be a guy, might be a girl, whatever the opposite sex you are. That person, mm, boy, I tell you, person, they just, oh, they person, they just drive me wild. That person's sexy, or that person look good, or whatever. Yeah, but you know what? Child, if I just had a few minutes of that person, and then all of a sudden, number one, it's in you. You stated that, and then all of a sudden, there's going to be an opportunity. You get a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it ain't for Bible study. And then guess what? Or, matter of fact, I'm going to say it like this. Look here. This is reconnect my heart. We believe in just being real and being honest. You up here, you married, but all of a sudden, you may have a little disagreement with your spouse. And then all of a sudden, here come that person. You've been kind of eyeing. You've been saying, mm, if I was single, oh, you will be mine. And then all of a sudden, there's an opportunity that comes where there's a disagreement with you and your spouse. And then all of a sudden, here comes that person out of the blue just call you. Or you go to the store and that person running to you. Or you go to the car wash and that person or get this you up here you on Facebook and all of a sudden you get a friend request from somebody from your past and I ain't talking about the one that was you turned down no we talking about the one that you were weak behind uh huh see yeah the devil gonna set up an opportunity The devil, look here the devil don't fight fair he doesn't but in spite of, you already know that that person means you no good. That situation, oh, that wasn't God-ordained. No. No, because you know what's going to happen? You end up falling into that trap. You end up having so much guilt. And guess what? The devil going to set up an opportunity for you to get your fingers wet. And then after you get your fingers wet, you know what's going to You know what he's going to say? Hey, hey, why you do that? Why you do that? The guilt, the shame, all that stuff. Yeah, that's what he does. So that's why it's so important for us to be mindful of these things when the devil try to do something. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. And so with that, so with that, when the devil try to set up an opportunity understand we have the power and the authority and the insight to see it before it comes don't entertain anything that the devil sends you can't entertain once you entertain even if it's a minute thing it could be a casual 
little dirty joke. It could be something so sly. Yeah, that's a seed. Because you know what happens? As soon as you say that, they're going to be thinking about that. They're going to be thinking about that. Now, you may not see the results immediately. It could be on down. See what happened? Now we begin to be comfortable. We begin to be comfortable, and then we may end up letting our guards down. It may not be an immediate process. It may be long. It may be going longer drawn out. Because what I found out, the devil got time. Now, yes, God, you know, God doesn't operate in our time frame, but time came from God. So, but we are limited with time. And so what happened? The devil can try to just throw these little crumbs. And what happened is all of a sudden that person that you were weak behind, mm-hmm, all of a sudden every time you end up getting into it with your spouse, when I say getting into it, we talking about it might be a disagreement. I ain't talking about, you know, anything physical. But it might be a disagreement. And every time you go to a different location, and every time you go to a different location, you end up seeing the same person. Hmm. Or, well, you know, that's that's my. I'm I'm talking to them. I like to talk to them because they listen to me. They give me they give me advice, dude. You know you're married, right? And you telling another female about your wife, and you attracted to her. Come on now, it's a setup, man. It's a setup. So. With the devil brings, he's leaving those breadcrumbs to lead you to a path where he ends up getting to your head. And once he gets the head, the mind, hey, the body going to follow. If he can get to the mind, the will, your will will follow. He's trying to compromise your decision. He's trying to alter your decision-making. Don't you know, oftentimes we do things without thinking. Sometimes we do things, we do things impulsively. And that's what he want to do. And so for us to be able to identify, we have to make better decisions. We have to make the right decision. We have to make the God decisions. And so, like I said, it can be something that's so subtle. And I will say this. The devil not going to tempt you with anything that you're not liking. He will not tempt you with anything that you're not attracted to. Or he may not, or he will not, um, he will not tempt you or tempt someone else that is not, they're not attracted to or they're not attracted to you. There are certain people, there are certain things and certain people, like I said, you got to have a zero tolerance for. If you already know you like a certain type of guy or a certain type of girl, look here. If you already know from Jump Street, hey, 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 look here. You got to deal with them from a distance or at all. Deal with them from a distance. But don't ever, well, you know, I'm okay or I'll end up, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Mm-mm. No, it's a setup. It's a lot of people that have made impulsive decisions. They end up regretting it right now. Case in point. Case in point. Like I said, 
<clears throat> well, you know, we're gonna um I'm I'm gonna have to leave homegirl alone. I'm I'm I ain't gonna no, nah, I don't I don't wanna date her. You know, we we just gonna kick it. We just gonna kick it, you know. We friends with benefits. You know, I don't want a relationship with her. She crazy, man. She crazy, man. She does this and does that, man. I but you know, I ain't gonna I ain't I'm you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and just we're gonna go out one more time, man. I'm gonna tell her that's it. And that last time, guess what happened? All of a sudden, you end up going to her place or catching a room, and you end up doing some some adult activities. And then a few months later, I'm pregnant. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, that same one that you were talking about, that same one you said that they were crazy, now you got her pregnant. Or, flip the script, females, ladies, that crazy guy, you know, the one you just, you, but they're just my friend. We just going to, you know, we ain't, ain't nothing wrong with this. We, we're going to just kick a little bit, and now you got a baby by him. And guess what happens? When 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 your your belly come out, he goes out. <laughs> you know, so all these things, I found out that God will always send warning before destruction. God will always give us warning, but we can't we can't let grace be a horse that we ride. See, sometimes God will give us one red flag. Sometimes God will give us a little little warning but what happened let's be honest sometimes we expecting well you know uh uh, uh god you know god understands so we take him for granted we looking well you know he let me slide god forgive me he let me slide god forgive me he let me slide god forgive me like i said there are some people one time and one time it's, it's not worth it it's not worth it I found that whew, life is too short for us to be cleaning up from these mistakes that we made. What, regardless of what it is, like I said, regardless if it's you know decision making pertaining to a person or just decision pertaining to things, but decision pertaining to life, it ain't worth it. <clears throat> Understand this. Understand what. What you may be tempted by, some people, like I said, some people they may they may think impulsively. They may think based on their feelings, their emotions, or their circumstances. But you gotta understand, every decision has to be well thought of because every decision that you make it could affect not just yourself but your children. You know. Matter of fact, I was listening to uh, a couple of a couple of I don't remember how long it's been. Let's be honest, everybody just about everybody know that uh there was a person from Hollywood made an adult movie and that person ended up getting married. And after that person got married, the person had some kids. Well, it was all over the internet pertaining to this person who made this adult film. Um, 
having sex with her boyfriend on video and it ended up circulating and it made that person and that family, you know, known. But later on, that particular person who made that video, that person was saying, and this also, if I forget, that person has some kids now. And now she's thinking about how is she going to be able to explain it to her kids? Because her kids are now asking questions. See? The devil don't mind you doing something just to set you up for an embarrassment for you and your family. The devil doesn't care about you. And so for us to be able to recognize from the, from the very beginning these are some of the things we got to think about. Some things you got to think about. Before you do anything, like I said, before you do anything, did you pray about it? Did you wait for God's response? Also, oh, here it is. <clears throat> Remember this. This comes from uh, James 1, 13 and 14. No one undergoes a trial should say, I am being tempted by God. Since God is not tempted, God, since God is not tempted by evil, and he himself doesn't tempt anyone, but each person is tempted when he is drawn away from his own desires, evil desires. Each and every one of us, when we're tempted, it may be something within us that we may need to get rid of. Or it may be exposing something within us. Because sometimes some people, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. Oh, I'm 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 this and I'm that. And then all of a sudden, oh, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm gonna say this. Some people looking down upon somebody else, and as soon as they begin to snare their nose at somebody and they feel like they are self righteous, you know what happened? All of a sudden, there's a situation that comes that exposes how they really are and they realize that that person that turned their nose on actually they worse than them. So that's why I tell people, hey look here, never never talk bad. Never talk bad about anybody. Now you can say facts of course, but also I always tell people check your motives. And also even when people talk bad or talk crazy about you, whatever that, you gotta look at the source. Look at the integrity of that person. And also yeah, it is an opportunity for you to set it off. Look, turn over some furniture, all this stuff. Yeah, but it ain't worth it and they ain't worth it. It ain't. Some people some people love to hear themselves talk. Some people don't think. But that ain't your problem. That ain't your problem. It's their problem. You know, with that understanding that the devil going to try anyway, anyway, to make you, if you are watching, if you're hearing somebody that's acting crazy, whatever, yeah, the devil's going to try to do anything to throw you off. He's going to try. But we got to be stronger. We got to be stronger than that mentally and emotionally. And also, like I say, spiritually. But also, we got, like I said, we got to recognize that. Also, Luke 4 and 13 says, And when the devil has ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Um, 
But understand, we have help whenever there's an opportunity for us to fall, regardless if it's the devil sending it or it may be something that we may be dealing with. We have help. You know, think about this. Why do you think at nighttime, let's just say those who may be dealing with a breakup, a loneliness or something, at nighttime, have you noticed? It's been a long time since I listened to the radio, but it used to be where when you listen to the radio at night, oh, they play the slow songs, love songs. And then in the wee hours of the night, they play certain movies, certain infomercials that would try to lure you, to tempt you to hmm, fall into some device that you were delivered from. Yeah, now, you may be delivered from it, but I tell people all the time, if you've been delivered from something, don't get offended when the devil try to come back to try to offer entice you with that particular thing. That doesn't mean and that doesn't mean that you beat yourself up, oh no, maybe I wasn't delivered. No, no, no. You can be delivered. But just because you delivered does not mean that the devil gonna stop trying to entice you. Don't you know God can help us to overcome whatever situation that the devil try to bring forth. Hebrews four and seven or uh, fifteen says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. Yeah, Jesus was tempted. Or you could say he was tested. But we're going to be tested. We're going to be tested. But that doesn't mean that we have to fail the test. And one of the things I always tell people, whenever we fail a test, we always got to take a retest. And there's so many people could have been so advanced in their life, but they're continuing to take retakes, retakes and retests and retests. It's time for graduation. It's time. But also understand, even with what we're dealing with, God want to help us. And like I said, for us to be able to be mindful of whatever the devil try to do to make us miss those opportunities. When the devil try to bring things, God want us to be aware. I'm going to tell you something. Even when we look at other people, oh, child, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. But guess what? Your time is coming. And as soon as, as soon as the opportunity comes, you end up falling off because you're looking at somebody else and you tell them what they would have done. And don't you know, I tell people all the time, you never tell us, you never tell somebody what you would do in somebody else's situation if you never experienced it yourself. Hmm. Oh, girl, I believe that man. I believe that no good man, blah, 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 blah. But as soon as yours do it, oh, well, you don't understand. You know, we got history. Oh, well, you know, he he, he apologized or she apologized, you know. Yeah, but told homegirl, she needs to leave her man. Yeah, look, you told your homegirl, 
she needs to leave her man because her man tried to take her to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> but you selling for your man to take you to McDonald's. Mm, shut up in my bones. That, uh-uh. See, I've had so many stories. I've heard so many stories. And, you know, hey, and, and that's why I like being on here for us to be real, for us to have the conversations but also for us to talk about it, because to be honest with you, I tell people all the time, just like how I am right here is how I am at church. But I know at church oftentimes, you know, I can I may say more here because of time. But we as believers, as believers of Jesus Christ, yes, yes, we got to understand who we're dealing with. And, yeah, just because somebody said they saved, that doesn't mean that they're delivered. So you got to recognize, recognize, don't you know God would not have us to go into a situation that will pull us away from him? So if God wouldn't do that, then why are we allowing ourselves to be done that way? Oh, because we're choosing the wrong people or we're making the wrong decisions. Hmm. So understand when it comes down to the seed of temptation, always, like I said earlier, please, every decision, make sure that you consult God and also consult wise counsel. If you feel like, well, you know, if you, I'm going to say like, if you got a sneak to do something, don't do it. That's a seed. That's an opportunity the devil will use against you. In other words, it's going to come back to haunt you. That old saying, you have a right to remain silent. Anything you may say or do, it may go against you in the court of the law. Well, if that will happen in the natural sense, it can happen in the spiritual sense. Why? Because the devil will use any and every evidence he can on you to convince you you're not who you say you are. God doesn't love you. God doesn't care about you. Why you do that? Or, like I said, to get you linked up with someone that God did not authorize you to be with or God did not want you to be with. I'm going to say it like this. There are so many people right now, they're linked up. They're linked up with someone from a physical sense they were attractive. But in the emotional and the spiritual sense, they had nothing in common. All they had in common was sex. Good sex from a bad relationship. Good sex but bad communication. Good sex but incompatible. But all you got to show for it now is debt, child support, uh, <laughs> uh, wasted time hey so this is something that we have to start doing we have to start making better decisions and like I said the only way for us to be able to overcome these seeds these seductions these temptations consult God wait on his response and ask God to reveal asking God to reveal Whatever it is, and like I tell people, if there's no seed, if the seed 
does not have God's fingerprints on it, leave it alone. Don't entertain it. We have entertained so much stuff that the devil has tried to give us. The devil will try to put things in your possession, but we just, well, you know, uh, 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 you know, it'll be all right. We entertaining that. People of God, we need to stop doing that. Ain't look here. Now, I'm not talking about those who ain't saved. I'm talking about those who are saved. My fellow Christian brothers and sisters, we the one got the issues. We have allowed ourselves to, you know, be passive towards the devil's devices. We've allowed ourselves to be passive. It's time for us to be aggressive. See, I found that we are passive towards the devil's stuff, but we are aggressive towards the things that are of God. What do I mean? If God tell you, hey, do this. Well, I don't feel led, but as soon as you end up, if the devil tell you, hey, and, and get this, the devil not going to tell you it's him, but he's going to set an opportunity for you to be able to do something that you de- that you desire. In other words, the source is from your emotion, not the spirit of God. That's why it's so important for us to differentiate. But also, I always text, always tell people to ask themselves, "What is your motive? What is your motive?" Well, I want that person to be strong. I want the person. I want to help that person get saved. You can't get nobody saved. You can't. God is the one that can do it. But also, you may not be the one to bring them in. I'll say it like this. If it's somebody that you're interested in, then that ain't your responsibility. If it's someone that they're interested in you, then you might be the reference to, you know, to send them to someone who may be influential, but also, even if that person says, well, I want you to help me get strong. And this is talking about the opposite sex. Yeah, I want you to help me get strong in the Lord. I want you to help me get get this. You say, okay, I'm going to have this person because this is the person of the opposite sex. This is a young man to go to my church. He's going to call you. He's going to, well, I don't know. I want you. Oh, you want me. So it's not so much of the relationship with God you're concerned about. It's the relationship you're trying to get with me. Bam. He ex- Look, he exposed himself. But if you entertain, well, you know, I'm going to help. I give him a ride. I'm going to give it. Wake up and smell the burnt coffee. Stop being, I'm going to say it like this. Those that know me, I believe in being real and transparent. Stop being so gullible. Stop being, we're, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of us as believers, we are known to be gullible. We are known dumb decisions based upon our heart. But we we saying and we masking, we're doing the work of the Lord. And God saying, I didn't tell you to do that. You wanted to do that. I'm telling you. And, and I take this on a personal note. Because I see it all the time when I'm at work. I can't, and also even those who have spoken to me in in the years, I can't tell you how many times I've had people within the church make excuses for what they want to do, and God then authorize them to do it. But then later on, they end up having this guilt trip, and they come back. Well, yeah. You know, some of them, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. 
I tried to tell you. Yeah. I ain't going to just say, well, you know what? But how about you just pray about it? No, God telling you, don't do it. If you see somebody walking across the street, and all of a sudden, here come a big train, person walking across the street not paying attention, are you going to tell them, hey, hey, get out the way? Or are you going to, well, I'm going to pray about it. I just hope that God give them the strength to go ahead and move. God give them the strength to be aware, the wisdom to be aware that there's a train coming. You see how you see how silly that sounds. Now, you see if you compare that with what we have said or some of the decisions that we have said or done, it's parallel. It's crazy, but we easily throw it on God, and God said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." And as a matter of fact, even the devil said, "Hey, look at don't blame me on that either." It's us. It's us. So so with that, yes, recipe for disaster, yes, it ain't worth it. So it's so important for us to be able to look at it. And like I said, you got to look at who's doing it, who's saying it, regardless if it's a relationship, regardless if it's a deal. Because some people, let's just say if you need some money, and all of a sudden, here comes this person with this quick, this quick fix deal, make you make some instant money. You got to think about it. First of all, God, what is the end result of this? God, is this coming from you? And if you don't hear anything, that doesn't mean you go do it. If you don't hear anything, you still don't do it. And then, of course. There's going to be pressure. Well, you know, say, hey, I, I need you to make a decision. Anytime there's pressure or force, it ain't of God. Mm-mm. Why? Because God is a gentleman. God is not going to go against your will. Think about it. Think about this. If he's not going to go against your will to pressure you to accept him as Lord and Savior in your life, he's not going to pressure you pertaining to anything else in your life. So if there's pressure, if there's pressure for you to hurry up and do it, it ain't of God. Think about it. But don't make these don't don't make these decisions based upon your current situation. Also, like I always say, if it's something that you'll be too embarrassed to share with somebody, you don't need to do it. Well, see, I'm, I'm just gonna go. See, I, 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 God got me. Look here, all right. You keep doing that, yeah. And God gonna and God gonna get you too, yeah. And most of the time, I'm gonna go on say it. And most of the time, the devil ain't the one punishing us. We just dealing with the consequence of our choices. We made some stupid decisions. Let's be honest. Yeah, we made some stupid decisions, but that doesn't mean that we're stupid. But we can do better. Like I said, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the decision. I'm talking about my decisions. All of us have made some wrong decisions. But because of God's grace and his love, he sets He sets us in a place where we can recognize, you know what, God, I was wrong. Forgive me. And then when that time comes again, you know what happened? Hey, when that time comes again, hey, 
Whew, I passed that test. And when you when you pass a retest, oh man, it gives you peace. It gives you joy. You're like, Lord, thank you. Finally, so now you can advance and go to the next level or the next realm. But boy, I tell you, ain't nothing sadder than the flunk or retake. Oh my gosh. Woo wee. But like I said, for us to be able to do better with the decision that we make and also not allowing ourselves to make these impulsive decisions, but also for us to make calculate decisions. Matter of fact, one of the rascals that uh, I saw was a rascal called The Undertaker that was uh, played by Mark Calloway, you know, WWF, WWE. And one of the things that he always said, and also some people have said this about him, every move he made meant something. He did not waste a move. Every move he made, it was calculate. It was on point. It was purposeful. And that made him known to be one of the greatest characters, wrestlers. If we make every decision that's calculated and led by God, imagine what we would have. Imagine the joy and the peace because what happens when we make these wrong decisions, understand that we are allowing the devil to enter into our peace, rob us of our joy. I mentioned earlier that the devil comes still killing to destroy, steal our hopes, our dreams, our vision, our joy, our peace. And once he pull us away from our identity, pull us away from the fold, pull us away from the safety, he'll steal us from familiar territories. He'll kill us, kill our hopes, kill our dreams. Kill our identity, kill or ruin our character, and then destroy us as if we never existed. Hmm. But Jesus comes that we may have life and have a more abundantly, which means a better quality of life. So the life that you have right now, you don't have to deal with this alone. You don't have to live with this alone. God want to help us in every decision that we make, in every decision pertaining to this life, will we allow him to? So, you know, I just wanted to share that because it's so important for us to be able to start making the right decisions, the better decisions, you know, because, like I said, thank God, God, you know, God has blessed me and everything, and, but some people, uh, sometimes we make decisions we don't recuperate from, we don't go back to where we were. And that's heartbreaking. And so for us to be able to make these better decisions, we got to consult God and stop allowing ourselves to be everybody's fool, to be the devil's fool. Let's start using wisdom. Let's start consulting God about everything and understand he loves us enough that he want to tell us. God want to tell us what these answers are, but can we handle it? And also understand, if God says no, that's it. If God says yes, okay, that's it. But when God gives us the answers, we need to respond immediately. 
So with that being said, whatever you're dealing with, if there's if there's any type of temptation you're dealing with, if it's pornography, if it's um I forgot what you called um pornography, if it's adultery, if it's fornication, that's what I'm trying to say. If it was fornication, even if it's just making wrong decisions, some people look they have a spinning addiction. Some people, some people, it's a rush for them to do shopping. Some people, they may have gambling addiction. What, like I said, drugs, alcohol, whatever addiction that you have, whatever temptation that you may have been lured by in the past, God can help you and deliver you from that. So I want you to be encouraged. Number one, don't beat yourself up anymore. Not only does God want to forgive you, but he wants you to forgive yourself. He wants you to forgive yourself. Allow God to come into your life and help you in this situation. So as we get ready to pray, I want each and every one of us, in case you don't have anything that you may be dealing with or struggle with, okay, find a dandy. But I want you to consider that person who may be listening, who may be dealing with something, going through something. I want you to pray for them. I want you to pray for them as if that's your child. I want you to pray for them as this, as, as if that's your brother, that's your sister, or that's your father, that's your mother. I want you to take him. I want you to take everything over to God in prayer. And just in case you're not dealing with anything. Thank God, but also help you to be aware if the devil tries to come to you. You don't, number one, you don't look down upon anyone, but you're there to encourage one another. And I want you to understand that the same devil that may be attacking this person today may come to you tomorrow. None of us is exempt from the devil trying to come to us to offer us something. So we're going to pray for each other. We're going to love on each other. We're going to ask God to help us right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence today. So, God, we come to you right now, God. You see whatever temptation that we may have been dealing with, God, we speak right now, God, that you help us, God, to overcome whatever that we have dealt with or dealing with right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we hold up every drug addict, every person that might have been Dependent upon alcohol, uh, sex, uh, whatever. God, we speak right now, God, that you minister to them right now, God. We speak, God, for deliverance right now, God. Victory, healing, and wholeness right now in the hearts and minds and lives of your people right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak right now, God, that you come in, that you address whatever that they felt like they have uh, uh, needed right now, God. Help them to understand, God, that the only need that will fulfill them is the relationship with you right now, God, and also the relationship with themselves right now. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak right now, God, that you help them in every area of their life right now, God. Help us, God, to acknowledge you in all of our ways, God, because we know, God, that you would direct our path and make our pathway straight right now in the name of Jesus. And send about everything you stand for. We bind every problem, bind every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every demonic spirit. We bind every seed that you try to introduce God's people right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak right now, God, that you restore the mind right now, God. 
We start the mind, the mindset, God. Straighten it out right now, God, and give the thoughts of you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking right now, God. Anybody that may have dealt with some type of hurt or drama or trauma right now, God, we're holding them up before you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking right now, God. Those who are grieving right now, God, touch their heart right now, God. We're holding up Pastor Giles right now, God. Holding them up before you right now, God. Love on him like never before right now, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're even speaking right now, God. To uh, the Berry family, the, the Lusk family, God, holding them up before you right now, God, as they travel right now, God, over in the highways right now, God, we speaking, God, the head of protection right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, we holding up uh, even the person who may have lost their loved one recently right now, God. Recently or in time past, right now, God, we holding them up for you, God. We holding up Miss Jackson, right now, God. Holding up, God, Miss Horton, right now, God. Of uh, the Horton family, right now, God. Mister Horton, right now, God. In the name of Jesus, holding up each and every person, right now, God. And God, we speaking right now, God. For those who may be dealing with health issues, right now, God. Help them, right now, God. Touch their bodies, right now, God. And God, we even speaking right now, God. Even for their family, right now, God. Even to that person that I met today right now, God. God, we're holding up their, her family right now, God. Holding up her siblings right now, God. God, we speak, God, for peace, for unity right now, God. God, let there be love, God. Let there be forgiveness right now, God. Let there be reconciliation right now, God. Not only pertaining to them, God, but even pertaining to themselves right now, God. God, help them, God, to make peace right now, God. Peace with you, peace with each other, and peace of with themselves right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you right now, God. Testing, God, we thank you, Lord, for your love right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for your help, your aid that you've given us right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one of you all for tuning in. Um, If you want to get in contact with me, my name is Brother Prater. Um, B-R-O-T-H-E-R Prater, Piers and Paul R-A, Piers and Tom E-R You can catch me on Facebook My mouth is getting dry You can catch me on Facebook Where you can uh, see my daily devotions My videos And also um, you can go to my website Where you can purchase Where you can go my website. You can go to my website Where you see my daily devotions My videos and also my personal appearances Also you can go to the store section where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men the needs and their responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also, it's not just for men, but it's also for ladies to help them to know the qualities of a potential future husband and or qualities to present or future children. Also, this book right here, the girl who was her brother's keeper, the love beyond life. This is um, the story of um, the relationship between my sister and I, Sheila Prater, who's no longer with us. Uh, she was killed by her boyfriend four years ago, um, and man, um, and I was I was over at my father's house, and I was saw that picture of her and I together with my dad, and I was just shaking my head. I was like, man, gone too soon gone too soon and just being honest 
in temptation, that's what the devil wants us to do. He's trying to make us be gone too soon. So it ain't worth it. There's no temptation that the devil may bring that God does not have a way or a plan of escape. But don't entertain it. Don't entertain that. Anytime the devil try to bring something, God provides an escape. Don't focus on what the devil trying to entice you with. You look for God's plan to get out. I'm telling you, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. It's not. And so with that being said, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.